Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. This week's episode, we'd like to talk to you about knowing you are successful, but still feeling like you might not be enough, right? And that could be in a couple different areas. We'll hash that out. Uh, but just want to thank you for joining the pod. Yeah. And as we move forward, we just want to uh, welcome any first time listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Everyone who's been rocking with us for a while, we appreciate you coming back. Again, just we want to build a community here. So if you could reach out on uh, any social media platform, searching Marriage is Tougher, you can connect with us there. Slide on our DMs in Instagram. If you'd like to be a guest, you can go to marriagestougher.com. There's a form if you scroll down to the bottom where you can fill out your information. Let us know what you'd like to talk about. Or if you just have any ideas or critiques, we're welcome to field those there. There's also a whole archive list of all of our episodes. Um, but we also um, would just, again, appreciate you listening. So let's uh, hop into this episode. Yeah. So as you were finishing opening the show, my first thought was, all right, what does successful even mean? And how much of that do we let define us by, I guess, comparison to others, right? And with that, then, are we allowing that to affect how we feel about whether or not we're enough? Oh, absolutely. Because as soon as you started saying successful and what you were saying, I was thinking about we measure against others. We don't measure against ourselves. And I was thinking about the conversation that we had a little earlier about what's happened in the last three years of your life as far as your career wise, well, really in everything. Right. But you could look at how amazing you've moved and how quickly you've moved, but either still one could look at it either way, right? You could look at how fast you've gone and where you've moved and how you've shifted and it'd be great. But also you could see yourself not near, see yourself not as successful if you see where your ultimate goal is to be and you're not there yet, right? Or right. if you have someone, you know, that like a counterpart of you in the same space and maybe they are one level higher than you, then would, you know, could you see yourself as successful there? And it all depends on what you look at and what you're comparing to. And I think that is where we can get into trouble because ultimately we're we're in a comparison with our with our past selves so we should be looking at how much have i grown myself um speaking of it for you know what god has for us is not the same for each person so if we know we're doing our best in what we're doing then that should be, we should be able to measure our success just in that. But I also know we're human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we look at, look around. So it's, it's almost 
changing our perspective on what successful is. Yeah. I'm nervous. I got to get real with you. I know I'm successful. Um, based on the perspective, some might argue I'm very successful. Mm-hmm. Again, that's a perspective. I, I would say to this day, still struggle with the thought that am I enough for my wife? And that's what this conversation is really about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we've gone down this path of conversation where, you know, I've discovered that I needed some affirmation from her. Right. Um, but I wasn't saying as much. So what does that lead to? That leads to me wanting something, not communicating it and not getting it. It's like the long and short of it, right? Yeah. And, you know, only after the conversation did she realize, like, oh, it's just like a couple of words. That's really like all you wanted. It, and, it, and it doesn't define me one way or the other, right? Like the, my state and stature is what it is. But then my perception of how I think my wife might view me or even how I might view myself in comparison to what I see around me, what I've seen in my past, and what I had propped up as an idea of what a husband should be, what a husband should be able to do, what I think my capabilities should be as this do-it-all, know-it-all, everyone come to me, I can solve problems and fix everything. Right, which isn't a reality. Uh, you know, thankfully I've got God on my team. You know, if we hadn't started having those conversations, our marriage would have been in a whole heap of trouble. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> but it's so good because I think one of the main things there's man really you walk through how to work through it right there <laughs> i mean i guess i did yeah meaning you have to you have to self reflect on what what your current state is and how you feel about that and then why you feel that way right specifically in your marriage you felt some type of way but in essence having conversations you realize i need I need to feel affirmed that I'm doing, in essence, a good job, mm -hmm. right? Like everyone wants to know that, well, I would say most husbands want to know that they're doing, that they're doing well in their wife's eyes. Yes. Right. But it's, it's, and then you had to figure out how, how can she best communicate that to you, right? Some people it's words, some people's acts, some people's touch, like whatever, but you figured out it was words, right? So for her, it's like, oh, like just a couple words and we're good. Like, I just need to let you know that I see you and it's amazing, right? Um, but you also, after that, you, you said what triggered, well, something that triggered my mind is, 
our worth isn't defined by what we do, right? Our worth, our value is really given in in Christ Jesus, right? Like that's where we need to find our worth. And he loves us and he calls us perfect and he created us in his image. So like, really, we're great. (laughs) But it's like pushing to remember that. Um, And being in a place, I think making space for that, which comes with being in proximity with him. So, I mean, for me, I don't worry about much of this stuff if I'm praying and reading my Bible. A lot of this stuff doesn't doesn't come up as much or I'm able to work through it. Um, So, and I understand that because I've been, I mean, I still do let it affect me, not saying I'm this perfect person, but so I feel what you're saying, but you circled back to that and was like, well, my value isn't really in this. Like, and it's all about this, this cycle of remembering and being who you are, right? You are successful your wife sees you as successful, but you know that your success is not in what you do anyway. But like you said, God is on your team, which is in essence is the favor and um, him making a way and providing you the strength to do all the things that you're doing anyway. So it's <laughs> like this, this cycle of this circle of realizing, remembering and feeling. But at the same time, he also created us for human connection mm-hmm. and to walk through life with someone. So we definitely have to guard that and do our part to make sure that our partner is feeling that too. So those are some of my thoughts on that. There it is. Yeah. I'm glad that you ended there. It goes both ways, right? I've, you know, had to affirm my wife as well. Um, I think I'm getting better at that. Uh, She just had an interview, which I, you know, told you, um, before we started recording and ended up getting an offer for the job, which is great. I'm so happy for her, very proud of her. Um, you know, but I've had to practice saying those words to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I believe I used to kind of walk through just thinking that that was known, right. How right? just by the way I was behaving, but part of my behavior is my speech as well. Right. So, that part that yeah. is very important. I had to learn that lesson. So, lesson for everyone out there: your speech is part of your behavior. Yeah, you know. Um, and so, being more intentional, knowing that she was a little anxious. You know, it's been a very long time since she had even had to have an interview for a job, let alone face that potential rejection. Right. Um. And so while I was at work, knowing that she was getting ready to leave or may have gotten there early and was, you know, getting ready to, you know, get called in, I just took the time to do a quick video that I sent to her, letting her know that she is loved. And if she shows them why she's passionate about the job, because she is who she is, that they will love her just like everyone else does. Right, told her that I was in, I was confident in her ability uh, to interview well, confident in her ability to do the job, which she should be as well. Um, 
and that you know no matter what happened that she's loved and if it's the right job then she'll have it right if it's the right fit then she'll have it uh then lo and behold which almost never happens two hours after her interview she gets the offer so i think uh you know that is affirming to her as well but there's a difference between external affirmation you know external to the family affirmation or external to your marriage affirmation and affirmation that comes from the the person that you allow to hold you accountable right um so that there, there's a depth to that um the the person you wake up next to every day right the person you look to trust the most getting affirmation from that person in your life means more than the external affirmation from my perspective anyway. Yeah, it does. And when you don't get that affirmation from that person, you seek it other ways and other places, which may not be healthy. So true. It's a and very it's important. Rarely person. lasting. I would argue, right? It, it can't if last. You, it can't <laughs> last. If, like if you think about it, if you compare your the affirmations from your partner who is in the thick of life with you every day to, let's say it's your job, that job can end at any time. Say it's a group of people, they can turn on you at any time. Say it's after it's doing a specific task. Once that task is over, where are those affirmations? But your partner, like you said, is there all the time. <laughs> so it's it's a different level. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it it took quite a bit of conversation for me to figure out that that's what I was lacking. Because I think there was a part of me who didn't want to admit that I needed that affirmation. Right, that old uh, "I could do it on my own" mm -hmm. <laughs> type of mentality, right? Um, and then I think receiving the affirmation should be part of the conversation as well, because I think I didn't want it to feel like I was seeking it like a child would, and I think that was maybe more of the hurdle I needed to get over. Right, like I wanted this to be, but I didn't want to have to ask for it. And I think far too many people stand on that, and it doesn't really mean anything. Correct. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> like there's there's a point where it's 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 interesting where we draw the line on what we have to ask for. Yeah. Right. Because. Uh, Stupid illustration, right? If you're going to make a dish that you've never made before, or if someone says, hey, I want to learn how to make your whatever, lasagna, right? You have no problem teaching them how to go through the steps and then like giving feedback on those steps, right? Like this is exactly what you do, blah, blah, blah. Put it in a, at 375, put in this, put the ricotta cheese with the whatever, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't work out, 
you're still going to be like, oh, you know, you could have did this differently, this differently. You're still open to give them to say what should be done for it to be the best that it can. But then in our relationships, we're like, man, I don't know if I should ask this person how to make lasagna. I really want lasagna, though. Like, I really want to know how to make lasagna. Or I want them to know how to make my lasagna, but I don't want to tell them how to make it. Like, they should just know because they've seen me make it. Right. Like, where? why do we draw the line there? And then they could make it and be like, you didn't even make it right. Well, he was like, hey, can you make my my lasagna recipe? All right, I'll be back. Oh, no, actually, you didn't do the, you didn't mix the cheese right. What did you do this on 400? It's a little too crispy. You should have made it on 375. Or you won't even tell them. You'll just be like, oh, that was trash. Yeah. Just never mind. <laughs> like, what? Why do we do that? Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing, about, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, the thing is, like, I really want to break this down in relationships. Like, I, I think it's ridiculous. Like, once we can get past, the most successful marriages, they realize basically how to fail fast and get past it. But a lot of times we'll hold that they didn't do what I wanted to do, and then we won't tell them the thing. And I do understand if you've told them multiple times and they still don't get it. But at the same time, we do things all the time where we mess up habitually and we still want the grace to get it. So it's like we have to give what we want. And if we think about how often we do things and the Lord keeps giving us grace, like we're supposed to live that out. And the... the the perfect place to live that out is our marriage. But like we draw the line and stop. Yeah. And but but those for those of us who have kids, like how many chances do we give our kids, but we don't give our spouse the same chance? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. I have thoughts, clearly. You do know. <laughs> um I want to make sure that no one missed that bomb of a nugget that you just dropped fail fast and get past it right i think becoming a business owner that was one of the first things i needed to learn be willing to fail be willing to fail quickly and don't let it hold you back get past it right i can do that in business i can do that at work um I could do that in training, right? In, in athletics, it, we you're encouraged. Like if you're gonna fail, make it spectacular, right? Get up, dust yourself off, get back at it. And then when it comes to relationship, we protect it like it's this thin crystal snow globe that if anything should strike it it all falls apart it's over right and so like we we tried to protect it by not letting any little piece of it fail ever but in doing so we're actively making it fail that is so crazy be willing to fail small fail fast and get past it fix it correct it and then just imagine 
how many different pieces of your marriage or relationships could be better, better communication, right? Uh, receiving the affirmation that you want to receive, better sex, better communication in sex, setting goals, you know, just getting to the place that you feel you should be, but are preventing yourself from getting there because you're, you're protecting this idea of something that's not even a reality. Your, your marriage, if you really look at it, isn't something that's built to fail. It's something that needs to be reworked, right? It's something that is, for lack of better words, it's, it's fluid, right? There's all parties involved are constantly growing, constantly changing. So an expectation that you've, which we've, I know we've said before, an expectation that you may have had two years ago may, might not be the same expectation. Your needs from two years ago might not be the same needs that you have now or will need in two years from now. You know, neither will your wife, neither will your children's. You know, it's just don't miss that, man. Be willing to fail fast. And when you fail fast, the fails are smaller and more easily overcome. So glad you said that. Yeah, I was thinking, how do we, how do you work through that if you have that mindset, but your spouse doesn't, right? Or vice versa, right? So it's, it's all, again, back to what we always talk about is conversation. Like in a non-heated moment, have that conversation about how you want to improve your marriage or the standard that you want to have for our marriage is that we fail fast. We get rid of, we tackle the little things. When we're uncomfortable, we say it because spouse's name, the goal of our marriage is to grow and to be the best that we can and to live out life with the purpose that God has given us. So if we want that type of marriage, we have to be able to fail in those little places so that it does not become a big thing and stop right. us from doing what we're supposed to do. So that is the the angle of the conversation that we have to have with our spouse to really change it, but then also give an account for how we're doing that, right? Like when something comes up, really self-reflect and be like, did I, was I willing to fail fast at this? Or was I holding this in to not have, was I willing to talk about this? Was I willing to give direction? Was I willing to um, give the benefit of the doubt? Was I, was I willing to remember that they have the best interests of my heart? And maybe they said something the wrong way, but was I willing to bring that up so that next time they could guard my heart when we talked about it? Right. There's so many so many um, conversations and so many opportunities for us to grow, but growth, you know, there is failure that happens sometimes before growth. We're not going to knock everything out the park the first time. So we may strike out and we may just hit singles, but still, we're still getting better the next time. So it's giving space and setting the precedent of our marriage to give space to talk about the failures or talk about the things that didn't go over as well so that we can get past them 
and move forward in what we want to do in our marriage. That's awesome, man. I'm so happy with this conversation today. I hope that the listeners are as well. And I really encourage you because I'm curious what the feedback on this conversation is going to be. So if you could really continue this conversation over on Instagram, uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know in your marriage, if you did realize this, when was that? How far were you into your marriage when you realized like, oh, this is the play. Like we can just fail fast and get past it. Or if you're struggling with it, what are the questions you might have to help change your mindset? And then we will attempt to answer those for you. Yeah, man, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the to the pod, listen to our conversation. Please reach out everywhere that we are searching marriage is tougher and we will continue this conversation later. But thanks again. We really appreciate it. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Yeah.